You're listening to the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Notorious B.I.B. sends in a text here, says, The city of Bennett has a peacock that just roams around town. And if I catch him near my tomatoes again, I'll be able to tell you what peacock tastes like. So therefore, we need an APB on the peacock. (laughs) Somebody see it. I'm not saying I'm not interested. (laughs) I'm also not telling you to do it. Don't do it. But if you do. (laughs) Whose peacock is there? Who's, who's, whose animal is it? Just roaming around. I uh, st- I started watching. <laughs> I started. <laughs> I started watching Naked and Afraid over the weekend. Oh my god, I love that show so much. I love. I cannot tell you how much I love Naked and Afraid. I I don't know how they do it. I don't either, but it's fantastic. I just and they have a new one it. where they're actually going to pay them. Really? Yeah. So a new one came out this Sunday. It was at it was at eight o'clock. And it's the, was it the, the last one standing? Yeah, gotcha. And the the winner, I think it's ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. But there's also like little challenges. It's like you need to be handcuffed to your teammate for twenty four hours or something like that. And it's just like, yes. Well, so the, the best part was that it was real quick. Naked and afraid story. They were first of all, I don't know how they find like these like tiny ponds that just have wildlife in them. They're just everywhere. Right? I know, but I don't know. It seems a little fishy. Um. Do you think they're man-made ponds? I, I, don't, sir? I don't know. I don't know, Rico. It, they're it not. Anyway, they they were, put them in areas where those they put them in areas where yep. there are ponds with life. Okay, they're not going to drop them somewhere and be like, "Hey, there's no water here. Have fun." Well, there was turtles in this pond, and they had they had probably ten days left of their journey, mm-hmm. and they ate all the turtles in the pond. They had two turtles per person. There was three of them. Mm-hmm. Two turtles per person. That wipes out the entire tiny pond that they had. So then they had to go the rest of the last nine days without food. And it's like, well, you kind of did this to yourself. Should have rationed your turtles. Okay. So anyway. Rachel texted me and told me to tell the story. So the reason I love Naked and Afraid so much. Okay. Never really saw it before this moment. It was when Rachel was in the hospital um, about to give birth to Ellie. Okay. And so would that have been four years ago? Yeah. Okay. The only the TV was on Discovery Channel, and they were just playing reruns of Naked and Afraid. Okay, over every every day, we were there for two days, three days, I believe. I don't remember exactly how many days we were there. She knows, um, but we were there, and it was just Naked and Afraid on the entire time. <laughs> and it was the new, it was like the XL one, so it was like the challenge where there's X like more people and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and um, as as uh. Rachel is in labor. She's like, you need to turn that damn TV off. Like, I don't want to see naked and afraid while I'm trying to trying to push this baby out. And and I we turned it off. And she, I was kind of mad because <laughs> I wanted to Rachel, see. I was watching that. I wanted to see how the season ended. <laughs> you go ahead. You can call me all the mean names. It's fine. We've moved past this. He is still married, but so we're good. that is uh, we ever since that day, you know. I think she li- I think she really enjoys it as well, not as much as I do. Yeah. But ever since then, 
we've we're big naked and afraid fans. It's it's always funny because it's like there's people that are really smart and talented at at handling that situation, and there's people that think they're they're talented enough mm-hmm. and they're tough enough, and then they get into it and they're just not. So they even have a fan version, so they have to stay there for twenty one days. Twenty one. That's the ones I was watching. There's over a the fan year. one yep. where they only have to stay for fourteen, 14 days. Yep. So two weeks. Because they're just like these aren't these are just fans of Naked and Afraid. They're not yeah. you know survival experts. So they're like, okay, you have two weeks, have fun. I I don't know. Like, it is crazy because within the first somebody like left a- after day three and they lost thirteen pounds. And I'm just like, that's insane to think mm-hmm. about. Your right, body you're put, just you're shuts putting down. in a lot of work. You're not eating. Sometimes you have water. Sometimes you don't. You're just Not out there in the water sun. Either. You're trying to trying yeah. to make a shelter, trying to gather firewood, trying to hunt for food. You're just constantly moving nonstop, and you don't have uh, all the snacks to tide you over like you do uh, in the real world. Crazy. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you. Rico, let's go to this. Let's go to the coaches' salaries um, because I was surfing through Twitter over the over the weekend, and this tweet from, I believe it was Pete Thamel of ESPN now, uh, sent out a, a, a tweet that said, Sources, Kansas State and Coach Chris Kleiman are in the process of finalizing a new contract worth $44 million over the next eight seasons. Yeah, pay that man. Uh, and, and here's the thing. It says, after winning the Big 12, sources told ESPN that Kansas State is showing its commitment to keeping Kleiman long-term, which they would be smart to do, right? And so... Anybody would be smart to hire Chris Kleiman. I was thinking about it. All right, so Chris Kleiman is about to get paid, extended, to $5.5 million per year. After he won the Big 12 title Mm -hmm. with a backup quarterback against a team that made the college football playoff. That made the national championship. That made the national championship, right? And, And so, therefore, I was also wondering, all right, where does the other Power 5 coaches... Mm -hmm that won the conference title in their respective conference kind of match up with uh, Chris Kleiman and his new contract, right? Because mm-hmm. don't forget, this $5.5 million is, is is now what he's going to be paid in 2023, okay. not necessarily in 2022. Okay, tell me who the conference champion coaches are, and I'll tell you if they make more or not. Kyle Whittingham. And this is, this is just... This is including the incentive uh-huh. of, of winning the title. Winning the college or the the conference title. I mean, he's probably the longest tenured out of all of them. I want to say yes. He makes more. He does. He makes six million dollars. Perfect. That's he made. He Kyle Whittingham made six million dollars in twenty twenty two. That was that after seems, the Pac twelve yeah, incentive. That seems low. Seems that's low because that's right? after the incentive. That's after the incentives. That seems low for a okay. guy that's been there forever. Yep. <laughs> uh. These last three in the SEC, Big Ten, and ACC will be easy. Who won those? Just give me the teams. Georgia in the SEC. How much is Kirby De- Smart getting paid? Definitely more. Ten point two five million. Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Definitely more. Ten alma mater. Ten million. Okay. Dabo Sweeney yes. at Clemson. Yeah, because they're trying to keep him away from going to Alabama when ten, Saban retires. Ten and a half million. He's the most. He's the highest paid out of the conference champions. Dabo Sweeney made ten and a half million in twenty twenty two. I guess Georgia Kirby just won his back to back titles. Mm-hmm. His will go. His will go up. His is going up definitely. 
But now, I mean, so once again, think about, Rico, you said it earlier when you and I were talking about this, underpaid, overachieving. Mm-hmm. You look at everywhere else that places are hiring coaches. Mel Tucker was is in double digits, right? And or at nine and a half million or He's, whatever it is, close 10. to ten. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Nick Saban, those top tier coaches. Nick Saban's contract has a clause in there that he has to be a top three paid coach yeah. every year. So if somebody else gets a raise that puts them into the top three and knocks him out, mm-hmm. he has to then get a raise. Well, and, and so I mean, even look at Nebraska. It's down the line, Matt Rule is going to be paid $9 million a year to coach Nebraska. Down the road, not this year. No, no, I know. But in, in five years, or a little bit more than five years, towards the back end of his contract, Man, it's going be, to be near $9 million. Man, that's going to be embarrassing if it doesn't happen. And, and that's where that's where it's like, once again, Kansas State, and this is what I suppose a really strong relationship between a head coach and athletic director will do for you, and a coach that is truly happy in his place, mm-hmm. where may I mean the expectation isn't necessarily, you know, too steep. It's not. It's not Big Twelve title or bust for Kansas State every single year now. Yeah, it might get there if he keeps but, going the way he's going. But now Chris Kleiman has been able to number one utilize the transfer portal. Don't forget Kansas State got Keegan Johnson from Iowa, mm-hmm. um, and they've also been able to find success. And now the extension's going up to five point five million a year. That's it. And, and in this day and age of college football, where we're seeing coaches get paid outrageous amounts of money, here's Chris Kleiman, a guy that won titles, national titles at North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. It's his first Power Five and FBS job at Kansas State. Has to come back. Think about the situation. Also, Chris Kleiman went into Bill Snyder had to come back to Kansas State after it was ruined. It's like the only kinda successful like, coach. Kind of like slowly rebuilt it to where it was a mediocre program, and now Chris Kleiman comes in. They knock off Oklahoma seemingly every single year, and which in the Big Ten or Big 12, excuse me, that's the, obviously one of the top two teams, knock off Oklahoma pretty much every single season, and now you were able to go into the Big 12 title game with a backup quarterback. Don't forget Will Howard was the quarterback in that game. And ends up beating TCU and Max Duggan in the state of Texas at AT&T Stadium. In the home state of TCU, you were able to win the Big 12 title and found your way to a New Year's Six Bowl against Alabama. Where you were just overmatched. Yeah. But now, hey, we're going to give you a raise. But compared to the other guys that won conference titles and compared to the other guys that are playing, you know, coaching in New Year's Six Bowls every single year... You're going to get paid about a half. Of yeah, that. it's a raise, but also not really. I mean, it's, it is. It's crazy. It, but but to see like you get a raise to five, and I understand like to to us to you know some of the people uh, some of the people listening, five point five million. Yeah, yeah. To heartbeat easily. Oh, not even yeah. not even a question. But in that in that profession, in that head coaching profession, a raise to five and a half million dollars. Did I say billion? I meant million. Uh, five and a half million. Um, that's not that crazy, mm-hmm. um, especially as you said. Looking at the other conference champion coaches, so I'm, I want to I want to see because I'm, I'm guessing Chris Kleiman was paid probably around three and a half million. That would be really interesting to see how much he was getting per year um, with his old contract before they bought. It was eight years, five point five million per year. So 
That's with is. incentives or without incentives? So here, here's from – this comes from the Wichita Eagle, uh, and this was a, an article written in November of 2022, so just last fall. Climate is making a salary of $3.5 million, and that number will increase to $4 million in 2023. And that was it. That was all it was. It wasn't going to go higher than four million. So, so he gets he gets a, a a million and a half dollar raise here in his for winning a conference title for winning a conference title and making a New Year's Six bowl game. That checks out, man. If he does it again, does he got another million and a half? No, because I don't think you go with an, another extension that much. I don't think you go for because either way, if you're Kansas State here, well, not another extension. Do you just add on to the contract? Well, I think if, or is if, that just if, part of the incentives that you were putting into the contract? If you're Kansas State here, you say, all right, if somebody wants Chris Kleiman that bad to where they're going to pay us $40 million or $39 million after 2023 to go get Chris Kleiman to buy out the rest of his contract, all right, fine. We'll take the $39 million. It doesn't seem like that much. But it doesn't. I would also say um, I, I think Chris Kleiman had opportunities mm-hmm. this last, at like the end of this last fall. But I also know he is has a very good working relationship with Gene Taylor. I'm saying if I had the cash, it's well do, it's well documented that Gene Taylor and he have a really good relationship. If I'm an AD at a struggling Power Five school, and we have the money, I'm getting I'm getting climbing. Or at least I'm if, doing if, if I'm doing everything I can to get if it. you. I mean, this is going to sound like I'm taking a jab at Nebraska, and I'm I'm not. If you need a developmental coach. Where and it's not really a jab in Nebraska when I say this part, where the expectation is is seven seven eight wins. I mean, then then Chris Kleiman's your guy. Jump up into jump up into the uh, conference champion conversation every few years. And, and when you're not, I mean, because Chris Kleiman's game, and we we had multiple conversations regarding you know, around Chris Kleiman during, uh, during the, the coaching, coaching search. search, and mainly it's because. When you when you watch Kansas State, they don't play that Big Twelve type of football that like Oklahoma or Texas does. It's that ground and pound. Well, they had a guy in Deuce Vaughn, which helped last year as well. But it's the the sturdy offensive line, and then just a kind of a suffocating defense as well. They play Big Ten football in the Big Twelve. Yeah, and so it's it's definitely intriguing. Um, and so I'm not saying all this to t- try to take a jab at at Nebraska or any other Big Ten school, but. You sit here and go, all right. If your expectation is is to just make a bowl game every year, mm-hmm. and 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 you want a, a guy that maybe a little more old school, um, it's hard to sit here and say, yeah, Chris Kleiman wouldn't be successful, wouldn't be able to get that for you. What Big Ten school would you compare Kansas State to? Because I'm just thinking Penn about State? this in my mind. Maybe I was thinking because I also don't know if Kansas if Kansas State comes to the Big Ten I don't know how well they do. Like if you put Kansas State in the East, they're still not going to be no, over Michigan not. or Ohio State. No, but if you put Kansas State in the West, that's what I was. They're thinking. competing. Was thinking they're they're competing a, with Wisconsin. They're more of a West team, and I was thinking they would be. Their defense isn't as opportunistic as Iowa. Nope. But I was saying they were like Iowa with a yeah. better quarterback, and I understand people would be like, "Oh, Adrian Martinez is well, well, we'll, we'll just throw Adrian Martinez out." Will Howard? Mm-hmm. They were Iowa with a better quarterback. Yeah, man, just interesting. Just once again, uh, so Chris Kleiman gets a five and a half million dollar uh, salary going forward through twenty thirty, um, and so it's just it's just crazy when you kind of put that in 
comparison with the other coaches. Kansas State's getting a bargain. They're not going to win the Big 12 every single year. Well, and right it's, now. Well, and, and yeah, I guess with, with Oklahoma and Texas out of the conference, they may be in that conversation. But Unless Mike Gundy can get back to man. his winning ways. But that's I mean that's how it should, you're you're rewarding success. You're rewarding him for you know doing what you are expecting of him, what he is supposed to be doing in, in winning conference championship games, and you're rewarding him now because maybe it's a little bit earlier than you thought it was going to happen uh, with Chris Kleiman at Kansas State, but. You know, winning a conference championship should get you, you know, that extension as long as you – the only thing that's going to be bad is, is if they if they regress and they don't get to that level again, yep. then Kansas State's going to be looking like fools for giving him an eight-year contract because then you're going to have to buy out the rest you're of it right. if things don't work out. But with the way, like you just said, with the way Chris Kleiman coaches and the way that they play football, it seems like it'd be a pretty successful well, – successful, um, route to winning more games in the Big 12, especially without – uh, Oklahoma and Texas being in there after this coming season. I also think that his style of football, and, and this can be said for Matt Rule, hopefully as well, that his style of football travels right across oh, yeah. with, with whoever you're playing. Run the ball and play defense. Um, so I, I think that travels as well. You don't really have to and, and worry I, and, about windy weather or wet conditions when you, when that's what you're doing. And frankly, I don't know if Kansas State will ever have to worry about buying out a contract simply because Kansas State can handle a 4 and 8 season and then a 5 and 7 season. Like they can handle that in all honesty because they're not I mean I, I like they're they're not I don't know man success clouds your judgment. You start it does, having you it start does, having success. It does. But I I just don't know if if they'll ever get to a point where they're going to be like, "You know what? I think we can get better than what we have right now." Unless, because in, you you saw what they have come from, and obviously Bill Snyder is mm-hmm. is an anomaly, but but in between Bill, the two time, I mean both times when Bill Snyder had Coach Snyder had to come back and get that program back like stable, mm-hmm. and now Chris Kleiman's been able to kind of elevate that, and also doing it after a legend is not easy. You never want to be the guy to follow a legend. Granted, no. you were following the legend in his third stint, yeah, but still following the legend. Um, I don't know if they'll ever think. Can we get better than that? Like, I, I don't think they'll be at a at a point where you know when he struggles like a year where they're like, okay, well, you know, we need to, we need to get better quickly. But if there's you know three bad seasons in a row, you can only fail for so long before changes need to be made. Mm-hmm. And if that happens during his eight year extension then it's going to be a, a little more dicey for Kansas State. It's not like they'll be looking to, oh, well, we're going to go and we're going to get a coach that's going to win the Big 12 year after year. It's just going to be we need to get somebody to get us back into our winning ways. Maybe Bill Snyder comes back. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I, I Actually, no. No, he's, no. Not, he's not going to. He's done. He's, he's done. He's done. Um, T. Davies says, curious, what is the lowest paid coach in the Big 10? I'm looking it up right now to get like a full list from top to bottom. And I, I can't find, I can't find a list that includes updated contracts. I can't look. I can't find a list that includes updated contracts right now. Oh, maybe I did. I Hold would on. say Indiana. Scrolling down, I'm gonna go Indiana. I think Pat's getting paid a pretty penny, especially after those two Big Ten West championship seasons. I think he's getting paid pretty well. I'm gonna know. I'm gonna think Indy although you know I don't know if he got the extension after his good year at Indiana. I can't remember the coach's name. Never forget. Pat Fitz 
remember, never forget when you said Fat Fitzgerald. I did. Uh, fat, uh, Pat, <laughs> dang it. Pat Fitzgerald is getting paid 5.75. So he's the lowest paid? I don't know. I can't find it. Okay, we'll figure it we'll, out. We'll, we will look during the break. For we also sure. have to give away some tickets. We do. Stars game tonight. Game Dirt, four. Dirt, Dirty Tony and the boys and Elise's dad won this morning. Fantastic. Game four of the Western Conference Finals is tonight. Uh, Lincoln is down two, two games to one. To one. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to head over. I'm going to head over the ice nice. box tonight. I'm going to head over to the ice box tonight. Um, that's the plan. Going to hit some seats, slap some seats, and. We'll be good to go. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll give a trivia question coming back. Two pairs? Sure, I think we have enough. We For sure one pair. For sure one. For sure one pair. Maybe two. Potentially two pairs. If we're feeling feisty. All right, we might feel feisty. We'll also be joined by Strick and Austin coming up next for the crossover. Uh, we're going to dive into this Iowa baseball and the, the sports betting saga that's going on in uh, in Iowa City. We'll talk about that coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.